This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We've been talking about this case of Daniel Penny, the Marine, uh, all this week. And I started out the week uh, basically hoping against hope that the grand jury would not indict, that the grand jury would not indict. But now they have done exactly that. Uh, remember, it's not hard to get an indictment for any district attorney, that old saying that a district attorney can indict a ham sandwich. And um, the Marine, it's sad, as I said earlier, filling in for Bill O'Reilly 9 to 10, uh, what the, the, the uh, system is stating to all of us now, if you see something, don't do something. That's the new uh, slogan, because if you do something, you may be looking at manslaughter charges in a court of law. The homeless people, the mentally ill, they can they can punch you, stab you, push you on the subway. But it's a subway tracks. But it is a United States Marine, a 24 year old Marine who uh, faces charges. No disrespect to the uh, dead but but if you've if you've been arrested more than 40 times severely mentally ill on the list uh for the top uh mentally ill people in the city in terms of Mr. Uh, Jordan Neely you can commit crimes over and over and over and over and over and over and over again no apparent consequence but if you are a marine and, of course, there's the racial politics uh, involved in this. And uh, we're going to be taking your telephone calls this morning. And I'm going to continue on the uh, transgender activist Rose Montoya, who has been banned from the White House after bearing her breasts at the Pride event at the White House on uh, Saturday. Bud Light, uh, if, if you tie all of this in with... Uh, Dylan Mulvaney and, and, and so on. Bud Light, no longer America's best-selling beer as the backlash continues, losing the crown after 22 years. And perhaps, perhaps at the end of the day, that's what's necessary for, for these companies with their wokeness, with their wokeness, to awaken the sleeping giant, the American people. Perhaps that's what's required. And when you think about it, in Bud Light's case, they are paying consultants millions of dollars 
to catapult, destroy, torpedo their own product, losing the top crown after 22 years. Targets, coals, they're all falling in line. But let's start with the Marine Daniel Penny. Put yourself, folks, for a moment in the shoes of that young man. For a moment. For a moment. You tried to help people. And um, you encounter this deranged man on the subway. And things, things went left as they sometimes do. And you thought you had full control of the situation and you thought that you were just holding the man and and, until the train can pull into the station. And then it turns out that the man dies and we still don't have the toxicology report to show if the death involves something else. It will come out at trial, but in the past, in the past that would have been revealed already. But in this system of political correctness, we now don't get all the details. Sad morning for America. Two two days in a row. Trump indictment yesterday. Arraignment. 37 counts. Feds. 24 hours later. And by the way, that was how Mr. Trump uh, celebrated his birthday, which which was uh, all day yesterday, since now we're past the midnight hour. And here we are today in Daniel Penny, United States Marine, that when the issue of race was brought up, he essentially said that's ridiculous. He gets along with all people, and you have to in the military. And now, whether he's got a fund or not, his life will be on the line. He will, the media is going to make him the, the face of, uh, of, a, of a vigilante. That's the best way to put it. And he is going to be in a tough, tough situation. Let's begin with the uh, telephone calls. Let's start with Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning. Uh, they're going to try him. He'll be found guilty. He will be sentenced to prison time. And what this is going to do is basically this is going to make real hatred between the races. It is. Let's be honest about it. Because white people are going to say, what, what's going on here? If I'm attacked by a black person, I, I can't even defend myself because right away they'll try me. They'll say that I'm a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Between Alvin Bragg and Mayor Eric Adams, what's going to happen is, see, white people really don't fight. White people run. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to leave the city. All whites will leave. And and the, the small percentage of black people who think the way you do will also leave. And basically, New York City will become a totally black city, which means that the schools, the elementary schools, the junior high schools and the high schools will have nothing but black kids who will never associate with white kids. White kids can't associate with them because they'll be living in the suburbs. And all of the stupid, ridiculous stereotypes will be fed into these kids. 
black kids will believe that all white kids want to grow up and join the Ku Klux Klan, which is nonsense, and white kids are going to believe, oh, if I see a group of blacks, they're going to beat the hell out of me and rob me. And it's going to cause hatred between the two of them, because in order to, to survive, you have to communicate with each other. You have to live among each other. When you're segregated, which is what's going to happen, because we went from segregation to integration, now we're going to go back to segregation. All the cities, especially New York, will become a black city, the suburbs will be white, and there'll be no mixing between the races, which is really disgusting. But that's what, this is what Alvin Bragg and Mayor Eric Adams has done to this city. Okay, well, well, one, one, Michael, I, I, I hope for all of our sake that your assessment is not correct. I hope. But why, why are you blaming Adams in this case? Why? Because Adam, it's crime that's chasing people, out, white people out, and black people like yourself. Adams has proven that he really isn't interested in taking care of the crime situation because he fired the the, uh, the, the head of the police department. Why did he, he fire? He, he didn't fire her. She resigned. Well, she resigned. You know why she resigned? Why? Because she because she basically was the same reason that the police commissioner in Chicago resigned. Because when, she, when Mayor Lightfoot took over and Adams took over, he basically didn't let her do her job and be a really tough police commissioner. He was probably telling her, look, you can't be tough because you're going to get my, my base upset and they'll take it out on me. Go easy with the criminals. Don't be so tough. But she wanted to be a really good police commissioner, and she probably said, no, I can't do that. I want to take care of the crime situation, because if I leave this job and I want to go to another city to be the police commissioner, they're going to say to me, you were the police commissioner of New York, that crime-riddled city? I don't want you as my police commissioner. She was a good person. She really wanted to do her job, just like the, the police commissioner in Chicago. The difference is... This one in New York didn't say anything. The one in Chicago, when she resigned, said, I cannot deal with this mayor who won't let me do the job and take care of crime. I'm leaving because of her. She's keeping her mouth shut. Why else would she have resigned? Why? Because they said she didn't want to be uh, Adams' puppet. She doesn't want to have strings attached to her arms. Okay. And he'll, that's okay. Well, Adams Michael, really Michael I, I, I appreciate your, um, your comment. All I can say is that I hope that your assessment uh, is not correct, though the past has indicated, the past has indicated that Michael may be on to something because we have seen uh, whites leave cities and move to the suburbs and urban areas uh, become predominantly of color and uh, the tax base uh, happens to... uh, I'm not going to say leave, but I am going to say uh, greatly goes down. And then once the tax base goes down, then the services go down and then the schools get even worse than what they are. And um, this is uh, this is just one bad situation. And I just wish on this one that I don't want to say the Marine should have been given a pass, but at the end of the day, The Marines should not have been indicted. Let's stay in New Jersey. Let's say good morning to William. William, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Oh, hey, Dominic. I just have one comment about that Marine. You know, it's unfortunate that the victim was killed in the perspective of what happened with that conflict. However, now, as this is inflamed, when there's going to be a crisis on a train or anything like that, and a person is getting hammered, perhaps it's a woman being attacked by a mentally ill, homeless, distraught person, your good Samaritans are just going to disengage because they're going to be so afraid to do anything because they're going to be taken across the coals and vilified as a direct result of uh, just stepping in. Look what's going on with this Marine now. They're going to, and I, you know, it doesn't look good for him. You know, I mean, I even know this guy, the you know, the victim had multiple priors and uh, they're going to like say, well, you know, you, you, uh, you murdered this gentleman, you know, and this guy protected everybody on the train. I've been on the train, Dominic, multiple times where people are like, come on, you like, wow, you know, this is like, I'm, I'm in a confined area. I can't get out. There's a crazy person in there now. And now what do I do? You know, and this guy was, that guy could have, you know, that Marine probably saved everybody's lives that were on that train that night from that person going bananas because like what was it the guy said i don't want to live anymore i don't care you know he was extremely distraught and he was potentially going to attack people and i bet you his priors were probably on uh on violence and attacking people well you know when you look at uh when you look at mr neely's past um there's no other way william thank you for the call there's no other way to explain uh, his actions. And we don't know. Uh, it could have been another headline like we see almost on a daily basis. It could have been the situation like in Brooklyn, a woman walking with a three year old child in the stroller. Woman walks up and says she's going to stab the baby and then ends up stabbing the mother in her chest and in the legs. This is the world that we live in where this type of behavior is tolerated. And it should not be tolerated. Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Glad to talk to you once again. You know, Dominic, uh, Michael from New Jersey said it all, but I do want to add on that this is how our justice system is now skewed, um, that the minority of people can influence the justice system so much that this that Daniel Penny is now going to be that is now indicted, obviously, and going to trial. And how safe do you feel in New York City as of right now? Because if I lived there, I would never feel safe. I would, I would move. I would immediately sell my house. He is absolutely correct, Michael. Uh, Dominic, have a great night. Thank you, Frank. Frank calling in this morning from, from uh, Maine. And Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? I hope Mike in New Jersey is wrong, but <clears throat> you will also see increasing tensions, unfortunately, between the blacks and the Asian community. Uh, if if his worst fears are realized, I, I'm just hoping that the jury that hears the evidence will come to its senses and equit and acquit. Uh, Mr. Penny. So, yeah, but still, I mean, w- would you want to be the one at that defendant's table when when the uh, the judge says rise, the jury has reached the verdict? Would, would you want to be in that situation for trying to help people 
where your heart is going to miss a beat and and the the jury for a person is going to say either guilty or acquitted i i wouldn't want to be in that position no i wouldn't either but that is the reality for right. this for this marine it, it you know it's for doing the right thing it, it's the world it's the world that we live in thank you for the call john so i i mean folks the way it appears the way it appears if you're if you're homeless mentally ill you can act out and do anything you want. The system is almost going to make an excuse for you. If you are a person that has a, a job or a career and something goes left, you're in trouble. If you're a person that has a job and a career and you happen to be a white Marine, then you have a tremendous problem. Let's go to Russ. I heard him a bit earlier. Let's go to Russ in White Plains. Good morning, Russ. What's on your mind? Well, I don't want to repeat myself, Dominic, but I did hear you say that if you encountered Neely on the, on the train, you'd look him straight in the eye and you'd say, try me. Is that, did that's, I hear you wrong? That's No, that's that's how I would handle it. That doesn't mean it's the right way, Russ, and it doesn't mean it's going to be successful. It's the way somebody who played football, who knows how to handle physical encounters. No, 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 no. It's, it's, somebody, yeah. it's somebody that grew up in the Bronx that's used to well, dealing with this type of behavior. But go ahead. Well, I grew up in the Bronx, too. Now, you know, people want to attack Russell, me, you know, personally, because I take a different point of view. I've had encounters with people in the street. I've had to detain people, but you don't have to kill them. This guy, Dan Penny, he's being misserved by his lawyers. If this had gone down quietly, if the guy just had come and accepted being arrested instead of hiding out, then this would go under the radar. We don't know what Dan Penny was on. Was he on steroids? Was okay. he on Adderall? Okay, but, but wait, 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 wait. You, you said he was hiding out. Where, I, I've never heard that before. Where, where was he hiding out? Where, where did that come from? Well, he wasn't arrested. Nobody knew his name. He scrubbed all his social media. Okay, we but wait, got... wait, wait, wait. But, Russ, does that mean, see, we have to be careful with our okay. choice of words, especially right. when you're talking to a journalist. So, yes. so, 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 I mean, he wasn't hiding out. Uh, some would say that he was engaging in common sense. I mean, and and the police knew his name. The police knew where to find him. So, I, I, anyway. Well, see, to, to me, common sense would be I accept responsibility for what I did. I understand that I took a life and I regret it. Now, he he has never said that. He this Penny has said he was protecting Neely. I mean, he is so lacking in regret. And now he's changed his story to, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. It's a campaign of lies. That's what Daniel Penny's doing. It's a, it's a campaign of lies. And all we hear is Daniel Penny's side. We don't hear Neely's side. We, Daniel Penny has no family, no friends. Nobody's coming to his defense. Doesn't that make you wonder well, why? Well, well, the homeless man does have family. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Mr. Uncle has more arrests than, than, uh, than the mentally ill man does. So he does have family. But uh, evidently, uh, at least the uncle, he's a criminal. Uh, well, pickpocket you know, man. So, one, but well, go, one of our heroes, one of our heroes, Curtis Lee, has been arrested over sixty times. I'm sure he's been arrested for assault on the police. I mean, there are a lot of things you can see in a, an arrest record. C- Curtis re- Russ, Curtis Lee has not been arrested for pickpocketing people. Curtis Lee well, has not been arrested for in, in Midtown uh, taking the expensive uh, purses uh, of women. I mean, come on, Russ. Come on now. Been, 
He's been arrested for falsely okay, reporting okay, crimes. But, but listen, now, listen, Curtis listen. Wait, 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 Russ. The issue is not Curtis Sliwa. Curtis right. Sliwa is not on trial for anything. The issue is this Marine that's going to falsely be on trial. That's the issue. Vigilanteism is, and Curtis is the the prototype of a vigilante, and he has to. So take you're the still fun- focusing on Curtis? You still? I, I just I'm, said Curtis is not the issue because Russ, frankly, but, you're wasting my time. Okay, by, sorry, by focusing then. on Curtis. What I'm does sorry, Curtis have to do with this? Uh, uh, am I wasting your time? I don't want to waste your right, time. But, okay, but just explain to me what does Curtis okay, Lee have to do with is, this? There is an air of vigilantism. The guy stabbing someone on the subway, which okay. may have been but legitimate. wait, Russ, but, but now you, you mentioned, wait, no, no, you mentioned Curtis about nine times. So yeah. I'm asking you, what in the hell does Curtis Sliwa have to do with this? Because Curtis holds himself up as the number one vigilante. Does he not? No, he doesn't. Well, okay. he, he holds himself as the number one crime fighter. It's a big difference. No, there's a movie made about him oh. called Vig- I mean, okay, oh. Dominic, we can't reach an agreement here, but uh, you know, Daniel but, Penny. But no, but but Russ, all I'm saying is that it, it, we 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 have to be fair in our assessment of how we. Okay. Okay. So 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 okay. So if you were the Marine, what would you have done in this situation? Well, if I encountered the situation, I would have watched Neely. I would have seen if he did anything other. Than any other mentally ill person I've seen on the subway dozens of times, and I've read them all my life. I rode the subways, and I've ridden on buses on the on the bunkers okay, of the please, bus. Please so, finish telling me what you would have done. Well, what I would have done is I would have waited until he actually did anything besides throw his okay, coat down. Okay, so 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 we don't know what he was going to do, but we do right. know that people have been killed. So you would have waited until he stabbed somebody, and then you well, would have jumped. Then you would have did GI Joe. Just about anybody could be assumed to do something. Maybe he was going to pull out a bazooka and blow up the whole train, okay, right? Russ, I, 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 I appreciate you, Russ. I, I okay, appreciate Tom, you, Russ. Thank, right, you, thank, thank you for the call. You, I appreciate you, but but not this morning. It's it's. I mean, come on. It's the bleeding heart. I got the violin out. I'm playing it back and forth, and you know, oh, we listen. I'm not. I'm not mocking uh, someone losing their life. It, it's it's not funny. It's tragic. But now it appears that two lives will be in serious jeopardy. Not just Mr. Neely, who passed away, but Mr. Penny, a United States Marine who was on his way to school, lives in the East Village, and he was trying to help people. And as he said in the video clip that I played for you folks the the other morning, trying to help a lot of people that don't look like him, that instead look like me. And he was trying to stand up for them. And this is what he gets in return. Let's go to Helen in Connecticut. Good morning, Helen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. Um, I, first of all, I'd like to say something about uh, Russ. Um, I was listening to the previous show, and Russ called up with basically the same uh, spiel. So, uh, and he ended up with the fact that um, this man, uh, Mr. Penny, is has is ruining our society. I think the problem is is that our society is heading into ruin. Um, Mr. Penny is not ruining the society. What's ruining the society is the fact that, unfortunately, the people in New York City 
um, have elected folks that don't stand up for um, the, the citizen of New York. I occasionally ride the subway, and I can tell you, even though I don't live in New York City, I live in Connecticut, but occasionally I do ride the subway. And I am not so secure riding the subway. I'm really not. Welcome to the club. Right. And so, therefore, what Russ, um, I'm going to identify him as one of the people in New York City who votes continually for politicians who are not upholding the rights of the citizens. Now, the backlash is definitely going to be there. Because people are going to be tired of seeing this perpetrated on innocence. I don't know how Mr. Penny is being judged the way he is, because I think what he did was decent, and I think, unfortunately, it did not end well. And it didn't have to end that way, because the previous mayor and his wife who were supposed to start something called Thrive, where did that money go? Because that money, over a billion dollars, could have gone to help a lot of people um, that are roaming around unhelped, ill, mentally unstable, a billion and a half dollars gone from the coffers of New York City, and the people in New York have not awakened to this? And to say, I'm sorry, but enough is enough. And these woke, silly people who are, who are doing this are absolutely ruining the city. No, it is not the good citizen that Russ is accusing of ruining the city. It is the people who are electing constantly the wrong people. And if the people in New York City do not wake up and start really voting for for people who are fair and just, we will continue to have this un, in, injustice that is occurring all the time. Well I'm, very, wor- I'm well, very worried about New York. I love New York. But, you know, if we're going to have white flight leaving New York, the culture and the base of, of the um, – the taxes, as you mentioned before, as that becomes lower and lower, the right. standard of living for everyone but, will be lower. But you know what, Helen, and I, and I appreciate the call. Thank you. I've got to take a break. But you know what? When you talk to those on the left and you say, what about the tax base? Who's going to pay the bills? These people are so delusional that they think the money falls out of trees to just kumbaya and give it out to migrants, give it out to the poor, give it out to everybody, give it out to all the folks except for the people that are paying the bill. They don't understand tax basis. They really don't. If you don't have the people that are paying for the services in the city, what do you think is going to happen to your city? We've seen it all around the country. Remember Detroit when they couldn't turn on the lights at night in some neighborhoods? Because the tax base left. So I'm looking at my screen. I've got to take a break. It says, Lamar in Manhattan, how about some compassion for Neely? I promise we will deal with that the moment when we return. Talk Radio 77. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Radio 77 WABC. And we are back taking your telephone calls from Brooklyn to the Bronx to Yonkers, Elmont, Suffolk, Staten Island, Manhattan, and Nevada. The Marine Daniel Penny has been indicted by a grand jury in lower Manhattan in the death of Jordan Neely on a subway train last month. I mentioned Lamar in Manhattan. Let's go right to Lamar's call. Good morning, Lamar. What's on your mind? Well, good morning, Mr. Carter. I'm just calling to let everybody in the sound of my voice know that in our city today, we have people being placed in luxury accommodations and three- and four-star hotels with room service, food being delivered to their doors, which is promptly deposited in the garbage because it doesn't meet their exotic culinary demands. Yet the last words of an American man in his own country, in the city of his birth, were, and I quote, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I don't have a home. Mr. Carter, we need compassion for our own people. If the needs of that young American man had been met with the same sense of urgency and dispatch that is being given to these invaders of our country, he wouldn't have been on the F train. Well, Lamar, um, a couple of things. I, I appreciate your passion, but unfortunately, my friend, you're making a terrible assumption. And the assumption you're making is that if the government programs was there, he wouldn't have done wrong. Well, how do you, things that wouldn't have gone wrong for for Mr. Neely? So then, how do you explain the government dollars that are there for so many thousands of people, and yet they're not lifting themselves out of poverty? All I can say is this, Mr. Carter. Yes, it's true that this young American man had a problematic past, but he was our problem. He was one of us. He was an American. And too many Americans in this country are being met with contempt and disdain by a government that is supposed to be concerned with them and not with foreign invaders. Well, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you on that, Lamar, um, because I don't understand the uh, the logic. I mean, I get the politics of it. Politicians falling over each other to say they solved the migrant crisis, ride it to the White House. I get that part. But you point out uh what should have been done for Mr. Neely, and perhaps you're right. But I, I look at the counter-argument, and the counter-argument being, what about the masses that have to put up with this every day? I mean, he wasn't he wasn't the cute Michael Jackson impersonator uh, lately on the subway trains. He was harassing people and terrorizing people, What about and actually physically injuring people. What about those individuals, Lamar? Oh. Uh, Mr. Carter, all I can say is this. 
When a man is dehydrated, when he's crying out in despair and desperation, I'm thirsty. When a man is dehydrated, when he hasn't been eaten properly, when he doesn't sleep properly, he is in a weakened physical condition. There was no reason to treat that child that way, to kill him. Okay, but but wait now, Lamar. You said he was in a weakened condition, right? Well, I'm sure if you talk to the people on that train, they will tell you he wasn't in a weakened condition when he was berating them and attacking them, not physically, but but verbally. Mr. Carter, all I can say is this. uh, Verbal uh, communication, even if it is boisterous and aggressive, should not be a death sentence. I'm a veteran myself, and I can tell you this, that Marine sergeant in E-5, he was well aware of the lethal nature of the hold that he was using on that child. And I can tell you another thing. If it was Mike Tyson acting out in that F train, he wouldn't have jumped up and treated that child that way. Yes, sir. Okay, but Lamar, and I'm, I'm going to move on. I, I respect where you're coming from, but you're referring to him as a child and, you know, can't do any harm. And But that's not the reality. If we're going to discuss this, we got to be honest, don't we? He wasn't a child. He was a menacing man verbally attacking people, as he has done for a while. There are videotapes of him verbally attacking people, threatening to punch them in their face. Mr. Carter, I'm just going to close my statement this evening with this declaration. Uh, we love you, and there's not a thing you can do about it. Thank you, Mr. Carter. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, See, I, I I understand that that comment, Lamar. But but uh, but but thank you, oh, uh, Lamar. I'm I'm being honest with you, man. I I appreciate you stating your opinion, but I I think that I can speak for the masses on this one that say we're tired. The the problem of the mentally ill. Why should it be everybody else's problem? Why should they be accommodated for publicly while all the rest of us are paying the bills? And they're just a menace to society. Why Why should that be tolerated? Why should that be tolerated? And you mentioned that you, you said, Lamar, you know, and I, I respect where you're coming from, and thank you for your service to the country. You referred to him as a child, and you said, you know, that we failed him. Basically, that's what you said. No, I don't think we failed him. I think his uh, criminal uncle failed him that was pickpocketing people, and st- according to the NYPD, with more arrests than his nephew. What a role model. That's the person that failed him. But, oh, when he's dead, you got everything to say. Why? Because you're counting the money before you get it. Because anybody knows, anybody knows in a situation like this, the city or whatever government entity is involved, they're going to settle. It's going to mean a few million dollars. And everybody is going to say, show me the money when he needed help, when Mr. Neely needed help, perhaps when he needed a place to stay, perhaps when he needed somebody to take him to mental services, where were the family members? Can can you you hear that? Do you hear that silence? When I asked where were the family members? Oh, but, but, but they raised their hand now because they think it's time to get paid. And perhaps the uncle thinks he doesn't have to pickpocket people anymore once the paycheck comes in. So, Lamar, I respect you, and I'm sorry about the situation uh, that 
Mr. Uh, Neely went through. But I don't want to sound cruel. One, personal responsibility. What role did he play in this? Maybe the mental illness took over. Maybe after he lost his mother in such a violent way, maybe that played a role. Maybe. No, I, I don't want to see anybody lose their life. But if anybody failed him, his family failed him. Society can play a role, should play a role, but his family failed him. Don't speak up now that he's dead and you think you're about to get paid. Speak up when he needed the help. Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? It's good to talk to you again. Um, I wasn't, like, prepared to give Mr. Penny a medal when I first heard about the story. I let it play out. I, I waited to see what was going on, okay? Now, I'm not saying that he deserves a medal because he killed someone. He might deserve one because he tried to help, and that's the bottom line. And I listened to callers like Russell, who obviously loves criminals and hates people who try to do good. He did the same thing with that lady who went after the reporter with a machete. He took her side in it and called the reporter a coward. I mean, what is his problem with people who are in a dystopian situation that he seems to be fine with, okay? And if anybody does anything about it, he automatically assumes that they're wrong. I mean, he was questioning his sexuality, the pierced nose, the scrub. I mean, he's the scrub. I mean, why are you paying so much attention to some guy who was obviously just trying to help? He's part of the problem because he enables the politicians who enable the criminals and the people with mental issues on the street. And then if somebody tries to do something about it, he condemns them. I mean, that's psychotic. I'm sorry, well, but that's I, psychotic. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily speaking to Russell, but I will say this. There are certain people that you can, you can look up and see that the sky is blue, and just for argument's sake, they'll say it's orange. Contrarian. And, right. And then if you say it's orange, then they'll say, no, it's yellow. And if you say, and okay, it's, it's yellow, then they'll say, no, it's, it's pink. It seems like we have a president who looks at a way to do something and always picks the wrong way to do it. And it seems like Russell always picks the wrong people to defend. And that's his opinion. And you know me, Dominic. I want you to have all these people calling in because I like everybody's opinion. I'm not complaining about you taking his calls. I'm just calling him on what he's saying. That's all. And I, I hope that there is justice in this. And I can't say that I know what that is right now. Well, but I hope it, there's justice in it. You know as, I mean? as I said the other night, um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in taking. Uh, thank you for the call, Robert. I'm a all firm right, believer in uh, taking uh, diverse calls, but I am slowing down on calls from David in the Bronx. Because the truth is, and I didn't say this, almost every time that I take his call, he's whining, uh, and it's a racial issue, and it's almost difficult to listen to. So I'm taking a break from that. And, you know, generally I'll give people, and one other thing, to be honest with you folks, out of the goodness of your heart, uh, and I I wasn't going to say this, out of the goodness of your heart, you folks raised more than $3,000 for him on um, on um, GoFundMe. He has yet to say thank you once. And every time I take his call, I'm saying to myself, I don't, you folks are not aware of this, 
But uh, Lars in Los Angeles is aware of this issue. And I've said to myself, okay, maybe this will be the time that David says thank you to the audience for what the audience did for him, helping him out in this time of need. And he never said thank you, and yet he just whines and whines and whines. So I'm taking a break from David's calls, and that's the bottom line. When we come back, we will have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Well, 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 Bud Light is no longer the best-selling beer in the nation as the Anheuser-Busch-owned brand suffers the consequences of a boycott that was called in the wake of its marketing partnership with transgender social media influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Bud Light, no longer America's best-selling beer, as the backlash continues losing the crown after 22 years. Modelo is now number one. And there's the issue of the transgender activist Rose Montoya, uh, who's banned now from the White House after bearing her breasts at a Pride event at the White House on Saturday. She was right next to President Biden, not when she did it, but when I'm, I'm focusing on the pronouns here, folks. <laughs> so I'm a little, I'm stumbling a little bit here. And so she took a picture right next to President Biden. Then she was standing behind President Biden. And then on the, uh, I think, the South Lawn of the White House, she said, take a look. And she is defending the move. I had the incredible opportunity to walk for the real catwalk. I was invited to celebrate myself and show up however I felt most comfortable. So I decided to walk unapologetically untucked. Lately, I've been really working on my self-love. I'm finally beginning to feel confident and comfortable in my body. I'm so tired of being made to feel shameful or like I should hide it or tuck it away. Because I was born in the right body. It's time that everyone else understood that. There's nothing wrong with being trans. It's my body and it's my choice how to exist within it. And I'm going back to the uh, subway situation in just a second. But I want you to listen to this montage, if you will, of uh, some clips she put together uh, at the White House. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. (laughs) Happy Pride Month. Can we take a little video? Hi, Mr. President. It is an honor of trans rights and human rights. Oh, it's a video. Are we dropping this at the White House? Are we topless at the White House? I promise you we are going back to the telephone calls in just one second on the uh, subway situation and the indictment. But I also want to give uh, Miss Montoya uh, the opportunity to defend herself. Here is what she put on Instagram about going topless, exposing female breasts at the White House. Conservatives are trying to use the video of me topless at the White House to try to call the community groomers, etc. And I would just like to say that, first of all, going topless in Washington, D.C. is legal. 
And I fully support the movement in freeing the nipple because why is my chest now deemed inappropriate or illegal when I show it off? However, before coming out as trans, it was not. All you're doing is affirming that I am a woman. All you're doing <laughs> is saying that trans women are women because for some reason, people like to sexualize women's bodies and say that they are inappropriate. Wow. So, uh, Matt Blaze, um, you know, I, I've got a headache. Um, <laughs> Let your freak flag fly, Dominic. <laughs> free the nipple movement. You know yeah, with it? Yeah, free, free the nipple. That's what she said. But then she wears the bikini with a penis. And you can see the pain. You don't see the pain. Oh, yeah, but like you with can the see little, the little pocket. The imp- right. No, she didn't pocket. She didn't try and hide it. Oh, it was just. Are, are we just supposed to say she? It was swinging and winging. Are we supposed to say she or we? I guess. That's a, right? You say he? Transgender. <laughs> if you if you identify as transgender and you're a transgender woman, meaning you were a man, now you're a woman, you right. just say she. Right. Well, Francine, who calls the show, is a right. she. Francine right. completed the whole process. Right. right? Uh, as what she has said, but but this uh, Rose Montoya right? has the breast, but still has the penis. Right, and she wants to have the freedom to to expose the breasts. Right, and let the penis swing. <laughs> well, here's the thing: there's nothing wrong with if you want to expose yourself. Go go to the new beach, do whatever you want. At the White House, it's just inappropriate. For anyone. You're at the White House. Right. You're meeting the president. I mean, right. they have to have some sort of class. It's not just like, oh, I can do this. Let me show everyone this is the new way of the world. No, no. You're still at the White House. You're still meeting the president of the United States. You want to conduct yourself in an appropriate manner. And if you want to be taken seriously by the people that you know don't take you seriously, that's not the way to do it. Right. If you walked in, you wore a nice outfit, fine. You say, look, I'm here representing the trans community. I want to show people that this is how we are like no like everybody else, except for these certain things, obviously. That's the way you go about it. Not by, look, I'm I'm showing the nipple at the White House. Like, you don't do that. Right. Well, you you do if you if you want. If you to, want attention. Uh, if, if you want uh, social media attention so that you can get these contracts. But I think these companies are now going to say, ah, no mas, slow down. Right, not that way. That's not the way to do it. That will get you attention and it's get you negative attention. And then they have to put out another video to say, oh, all the people that are saying this, they're wrong, I'm right, I, you're allowed to go topless in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I'm sure you are, but there's a time and a place. There are things that are appropriate and things that are not. That's everywhere for everyone. Hey, I guess we should consider ourselves lucky. She didn't do it in front of the president. <laughs> yeah, at least. I don't know what he would have done. <laughs> he might not have even seen it, knowing him. Let's, who go, knows. let's go back to the uh, telephone calls with the topic that we started with. Daniel Penny, the Marine, indicted by the grand jury in the death of Jordan Neely. Let's go to Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. What's on your mind? Good evening. Good evening, Dominic. I have a question. Well, let me make a statement. Um, Male men and male women carry mace around. If somebody comes up to them, I live in New Jersey, they mace them, whether it be a person or a dog. 
Why aren't people carrying mace as something as a protection? Would well, that because, help? Because you get somebody I, because, away from you? Because in New York, I, I, I forgot the technicality, but you can, oh. I think you can purchase it, but you can't use it, or or you can't maybe you can't even purchase it in New York. But 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 there's a law that basically blocks you from using it, even though okay. whenever whenever they do, yeah. they've had a couple of uh, giveaways in Chinatown, and lines yes. have been lines have been around the block. We need yes. something, but I don't even know well, if we Mace... need it back. We, we, you know what? Then people have to do something, get that back at the very least. I think everybody should maybe do something about that because male men carry it and male women. Why are they allowed to carry it? Why mm. is a male man person allowed to protect themselves because of male, but you cannot protect your life? Because somebody they're... needs to wake up. I hear you, Deborah. Thank you for the call. Okay. Thank you. The argument would be because they're federal employees, but but I hear you, Deborah. John in Nevada. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominique. Um, the other night, uh, Jordan Williams, a nice young black guy, was on the J train with his girlfriend, and she got assaulted by an ex-con. Uh, Jordan tried to defend her. He started losing, so he pulled out a knife. He stabbed him. I and, talked about this at 9 o'clock, but go ahead. Okay. Um, because Jordan's not a Marine and Jordan is not white, there's not been a lot of publicity about this. Jordan needs a GoFundMe for his legal defense just like Neely needed. So, wait, one more time. You kind of lost me, John, when you said because he's not white. So you're saying that that's why he didn't get attention. First of all, it, it's it's received high high uh, high placement in the Post and Daily News. So how, I don't understand how you can say it's not being reported. He hasn't received the financial attention that Penny received. Okay, so but now you're talking about financial attention. First you said yes, it hasn't sir. received attention. Okay, so, I mean... And and you're attributing that to solely based on race? No, the fact that he's not a Marine as well. Mm. But he's he's in a desperate situation. I hope somebody steps up to help him. Mm. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I do agree with you. Thank you for the call, John. He is in a, uh, he is in a pickle in terms of he was trying to defend his uh, girlfriend and stab the individual and... Um, that's the situation that we uh, find ourselves in. Let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Good morning, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, yes, I still say that uh, Penny deserves the medal, as I said, right from the get-go. He stopped a terrorist. You kind of said it before. He was terrorizing people. He was a terrorist. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Well, when you call a man a terrorist, we don't know what he was going to do. We can make an assumption, and we can probably make a good assumption, but we don't know for sure what uh, Mr. Neely was going to do. Exactly. Okay, so. He was already, he was yelling and screaming at people saying, I'm going to kill, 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 and all that stuff. That's, That's an act of terrorism. That's how it starts. And then the bomb goes off or the gun comes out or the blade comes out. You know, you got to remember, 9-11, uh, the, the, the train, uh, the R train over in, in uh, uh, Bay Ridge, you're trapped in the, the thing. They're terrorists. Why isn't, you know, the, 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 the feds, feds should have stopped, stepped in and took, took it as a federal case. And God only knows where they would have been probably squashed. 
Well, he my, stopped the terrorists. He didn't my, stop my, the- I, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't call a man a terrorist. But but thank thank you for the call, Mike. I appreciate it. Joining me now, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Morning, Dominic. How's everything? Everything is great. What do you? I heard you uh, last night with Doctor Sky. You guys oh, sounded wonderful. Thank what, you. What we had a have, good time. What do you have coming up? Well, in about ninety minutes, you're going to meet a gentleman, a very very accomplished guy, a professor at George Mason University, author, very accomplished guy. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but one of the things I'm eager to ask him about is he has made the decision to have his brain cryonically frozen and revived when he's dead. So we're going to get into wow. why someone would should, do that. Should you and I do it? Oh, I'm thinking about it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Let's see how expensive this is. We'll get into that. Brian Kilmeade joins us for our weekly chat and. Should Chinese citizens be able to buy property in this country? We'll look into it. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, is coming right up, right after news headlines.